WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Here on wildtalkradio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on wildtalkradio.com, rockradioshow.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. We're here, we're live, it's a Thursday night, and you know what that means. Tweet us we're talking Bray talking. Wyatt? We are, in fact, talking Bray Wyatt. <laughs> at Wild Talk Radio, Act Radio, Rock Radio Show. At Lindsward, come to wildtalkradio.com, rockradioshow.com, or twitch.tv slash WTLive. Join us, interact with us, talk to us, do the thing. That's that's just where we are today. And we learned things about the internet earlier before the start of the show. Which means only one thing, chat. Tweet a week is back tonight. Woo! We back. We back. 
Twitter was funny, maybe. I don't know. I forget what I favored it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure it out as we go. But yes, as Lindsay mentioned, we are talking Barry Wyatt in the back half of the show, and it was not her suggestion. I brought it up. Yep, me. I brought up the topic. Talking Bray, second half of the show. So, you, so you, it, this one, this one is on me. This one is all his fault because I did not bring this up. He brought it up because the Undertaker decided to talk about Bray Wyatt this week. God bless him, and he gave us a discussion topic. So we, we will. I know, right? Like normally, I'm the one that's Bray all the time, but. My boo-boo has been away, and there's been nothing to discuss with my boo-boo. So, thank you to the other boo-boo, the original boo-boo, who gave me stuff to talk about the new boo-boo. So, here we go. But, of course, we have news notes, and it, or not NXT, but news and notes. All your favorites, Tweet of the Week We returns. haven't done NXT in how long? Uh, a couple months. A couple years? A, a year? A bit a year? No! We've, we've talked NXT this year. Yeah, but as a normal segment? As a normal segment? No, we have not. Yeah, that's my point. It's just, it's autopilot, okay? It's autopilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally autopilot. Anyway, so we don't waste any more time. We jump right into news brought to our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. And we are going to jump in with WWE. Drew McIntyre has been cast in The Killer's Game, which features former WWE champion Dave Bautista in the leading role. The ensemble cast also includes Ben Kingsley, Ice Cube, Sophia Botella, Palm Clementif, Scott Adkins, Shayna West, Lucy Cork, Daniel Barnhart, Lee Hoon, and Marco Zaro. Which is why he will not be on Monday Night Raw this week when Lindsay goes to Monday Night Raw. Dang it! Because he's gonna be filming a movie. Because he's going. To, well, he might be filming it here in Atlanta, but he yeah, might be it's, in town. But he'll be filming I, a movie. Actually, actually, that might change based on the events of today. Because SAG went on strike this afternoon, so so who knows? If it's being shot here in the U.S., it's not getting shot because between the writers and the um, the actors, nothing's getting done. So he might be there. He could be there. We don't know. We, no, he's not going to be there. He's not. He is not booked for Monday Night Raw this week. Card subject to change. It's not changing. They they even wrote him out of the storyline for the week. So he's even if he's free, he's not on the show. Dang it. They, they just said he's not going to be there. So they've already warned I, people he's not going to be at the show. I tried. I'm sorry, Atlanta. I tried to get us the Scotsman, but he just, no. No, it's not going to be a thing this week. Sorry, not happening. I, I tried to manifest. Um, Manifesting the wrong thing. Well, you know, we don't have to manifest the fact that SmackDown will be um, on FS1 on July 21st because the FIFA Women's World Cup will be happening. Yeah, so the FIFA World Cup is airing at 9 p.m. Eastern, I believe, on the 21st. So they'll be airing SmackDown Live on on, on FS1 instead because of the Women's World Cup. Makes sense. It does make sense. And if you're looking for something to do Thanksgiving weekend and you're going to be in Chicago, head to... What? Go keep going. You can check out Survivor Series because it will be on um, November 25th. It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's the 25th. Wrestling in Chicago? Like you've already had the turkey. But it's wrestling in Chicago. Going to the, no, the ha- them being doing the events, fine. I've gone to thanks after Thanksgiving, Black Friday wrestling. That's the thing. It's fine. It's in Chicago. Are they doing it at the United Center? I'm really curious. No, the All-State Arena. Mm. WWE doesn't want to pay for the United Center. But Chicago needs more wrestling. 
I mean, to be fair... To be fair, what? WWE does not hit Chicago nearly as much as another company. (laughs) No, but... When was the last time WWE was in Chicago? It was like two weeks ago, wasn't it? I think so. Something like that. But still, they go there, what, a handful of times a year versus AEW? That's there like five, six times, seven times a year? Something like... Like they hold at least three pay-per-views a year there. (laughs) Only one. It feels like they're holding three. Um, but I mean, it's actually it's two surviving. with with the, the no one because they were Toronto this year one. But I mean, it's okay. So they're going to Chicago. It's a it's a good market for wrestling, and because WWE doesn't go there a lot or as much as someone else, it's a little bit better for them. And it's Survivor Series. It'll be fun. It'll be a nice hot crowd. You don't know who could show up. CM Punk. No, no, I don't think he's gonna come back. No, he's but- not. He he signed out for the other cup, the airs, airs, where he can wrestle on Saturdays. Wait, that's on a Saturday in Chicago. Yeah, never, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the A of the E of the W slash ROHs. Brian Pillman Jr.'s contract has expired, and he's no longer with AEW. So best of luck to him as he moves forward. Yeah, they really pushed him that one time, and then nothing. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Best of luck to him. Moving on to Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling star Trey Miguel is engaged to Ashley D'Ambrose. So congratulations to them. That's very happy news. That is the happy news for the couple this weekend. Let's go to the injury roundup. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. And go. Ashley Dambos unfortunately has a broken ankle. Hashtag blame Brent. So, stop. It, did, it didn't happen during the proposal. Please tell me it didn't happen during the, the proposal. The next day. The next day. Broken. Okay, well, at least, at least it didn't happen during. So the first day, the one day they get engaged, the next day, guys, wrestling, guys, she broke her ankle. <laughs> Poor thing. High, highest of highs, lowest of lows in a 24-hour period. That sucks. That that's, 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 that's the, what they call the worst. That's the oh no's. Oh no. Moving on, Wheeler. Yuta has a hamstring issue. Is it strained? I believe it's a hamstring strain. Hashtag blame Brent. So hopefully he and Ashley feel better soon. Uh, Steve Macklin has an undisclosed injury. Hashtag blame Brent. And Mark Briscoe has an undisclosed injury as Hashtag well. Hashtag blame Brent. So hopefully everybody is feeling better and is on the road to recovery. So with Mark Briscoe, he is now out of the ROH main event next Friday at Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor, who is scheduled to take on Claudio Castanoli for the ROH World Championship. They will announce a new number one contender this week on either Rampage or Collision or ROH TV or something. They will announce something when they know something. There'll be a new number one contender for the ROH World Championship as Mark Briscoe is hurt. But hopefully he feels better. So with that, I say we face take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we will be doing Tweet of the Week and talking all about Bray Wyatt. So you don't want to miss it. You're listening to Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? 
If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. Just earlier. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah. Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Ghost Gold Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCK and SOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. This is Kane from WWE, and you're listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio.
and welcome back to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out at youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you have to have a prime gaming setup available well you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, the return to the week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter. Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure all righty so tom and some of these are a little dated i'm sorry they're a month old because we've been we haven't done this since i think we lost shiki right yeah it's been a month we haven't done tweets since we lost shiki two three weeks yeah we we have shown the appropriate level of mourning um that's what we're calling it, it yeah yeah and not that we we just haven't been able to um it's tom's customs breaking news according to multiple reports reported by reporters reporting on cm punk cm punk is reportedly being described in reports as being reported on by various reporters bleacher report laura Stahl. if you date a himbo he is your himbo smiley heart okay trevor may wait there's a tweet reading limit now too many bots scraping data full shark i was reading that elon screwed up and twitter is ddosing itself lol trevor geniuses don't screw up pool you know that, Pool. I wish I knew that. I'm an idiot. T- Darkness429. Yeah, rich, smart people don't screw up. They just pressure cook themselves. Pool shark. Tim, we are remembered for the rules we break. Trevor may facepalm. Tim, what, Trevor? Oh, no. Zoe Schiffer. Twitter is threatening to sue Meta over threads. Kawan Mar. Guys, 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 please just settle this like billionaires with a cage fight. Jitskulls. I want to apologize for the horrible way I treated Darkness429 in his imagination. And it's a shot of her her chat. Darkness429. I tried very nicely to push her in the direction of waking up at a normal time to play video games with her friends. She said no. I don't like friendship time. Spat in my face, kicked me in the balls, and ran away all while screaming, I'm a night streamer now! That's all I have. Okay. For, we'll, we'll start it this way. We'll start with an audio tweet and move from there. Oh, we getting fancy in this shit. Can you imagine making your debut in Madison Square Garden, of all places, and you wear something like this? <laughs> oh, I've got to put this on. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, this is so cringe. Do you smell what I'm cooking? <laughs> this is yuck. Can you imagine? So that was Grayson Waller talking about changing his mind that his MSG debut was better than The Rock. And so he put on an outfit like The Rock wore in his Madison Square Garden debut. Oh dear. The Rock, man, you're right. That outfit was so cringe. This crying emoji, clapping hands. Here's what's more cringe. The fact you look and sound like you dropped out of some jabroni's balloon knot. 
Nice haircut, you outback jack-off. P.S. My cringe debut outfit was all Triple H's idea. Crying emoji. <laughs> he responded to Grayson with, Ouch! Those classic 1999 schoolyard insults really still hit. You still have an open invitation to be the guest on the Grayson Waller effect, though. Sounds like you're in desperate need of the Grayson Waller rub. Imagine the two of them together on television? I don't think we could handle that. I don't think we we can't some we cannot have something that nice. We could, we could, we could, but we can't because we're not allowed nice things. Mm-hmm. So, so someone named Ash um, is a pictured holding a fish in an amethyst t-shirt and goes. Some Jay Baby goes, "Oh my God, is that an Ames t-shirt?" Some Ash goes, "Some may call me an OG Ames fan." Lupo, bro, Ames TV, you literally said you don't have merch, and yet here we are. What the fuck? <laughs> Ames, that's old stuff, man. Before you be- you became a fan and wanted merch. Lupo, who are you? Common Sense Gaming. Clearly your daughter. Well played. Well Very play. well played. Well played by all on that one. Uh, we go back to things because it's all spread out. Um, Connor F- Fullard, or Fulford. George Washington didn't cross the Delaware River on Christmas night for the hot dog eating contest to be under a lightning delay. delay. Facts. Facts. So, we're going to add something to Tweet of the Week. Mm. We're going to advance ourselves in Tweet of the Week. Oh. Something called a thread. thread. Did you follow me on threads? I think I did. Because that's the first time I opened the app in a week. So, because I had this for last week, but here we are. And I have to read off a phone. Who reads things off a phone? Anyway. Wait, the dick measuring contest was legit? Yeah, through the cage match? Yeah. You didn't know that? I, I saw people memeing it and I thought it was a joke. No, it's 100% real. 100%. Like, I, I know he called him a cock, but, like, I didn't realize the the actual, like, dick measuring contest was a thing. One, anyway, going back to it. One, we're on threads at Wild Talk Radio. Two, you can't find your likes on, on threads, so I had to go search out this. So here we go. Netflix. What's something you can say during sex, but also when you're trying to figure out how to use threads? Is it supposed to look like this? I don't know. I'm lost. Why is this so hard? What's this button do? Okay, so where do I put this in? This is That's a historic number of people coming at the same time. I'm not sure what I'm doing. This is so much better than being on Twitter. Uh, I don't think my wife will be joining us. Him, did you pay your writers? Netflix, no. Didn't realize the whole family is going to be here. Your post is too long. See any other ones in here? That's about it. Yep, about it. That's a thread. That's what they call threads, where people can be funny now. So thread of the week doesn't have the same ring as no tweet it doesn't week. have the it doesn't have the same ring as tweet of the week but thread of the week probably more funny stuff on t- threads but you can't find anything on threads you tweet you can yeah, fo- but... you, you follow us at wild talk radio yeah it's a little weird but it's not they're working on it they're they're getting it together they're figuring it <sighs> they're, out they're trying if it, if it lasts if it lasts we shall see but anyway let's get into a discussion here on the rack. By the way, Chad, if you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. You can support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen, which will allow you to have an ad-free experience whenever we are live with a podcast of any variety, whether it's CB Radio on Saturday, it's Sundays with WTR, Mondays with the Raw Post Show, or right here, Thursdays for the Rock. Even when we play Fortnite with friends, it will give you an ad-free experience by using your Twitch Prime right here on us or you can subscribe the regular way it is very very simple 
Just do the thing. Support the channel and get an ad-free experience. Ding. Ding. All right. So let's talk about someone that we really haven't talked about in a long time and do a little theory crafting. So let's talk all about the man, the myth, the legend, the Bray Wyatt, and what's going on with him. Um, so if you were not aware, The Undertaker did an interview where he talked about Bray or he was asked about Bray. And one of the comments that he specifically mentioned was how to reset Bray, especially after the really kind of sort of, I don't want to say failure, but um, the womp that was the relaunch with after, you know, they did the wonderful White Rabbit chase and they did all that stuff and he was doing really well. And then he kind of had the Lights Out match and everybody just sort of shit all over the new character. And he went away for a while and he still has not come back. He's, um, he's dealing with issues. So as you mentioned, Undertaker had a quote. Would you like to hear the quote? Sure. So he was talking to Alistair McGeorge of the Metro UK promoting, I would guess, um, the UK shows that he was doing overseas. They need to bring Bray's character back, character up to the original character. Get away from, they've kind of got themselves booked in a situation where it's kind of difficult for him to have matches. I think the original Wyatt family Bray, that's the money. I got to work with Bray at Mania the year after I got concussed in the Brock match. I worked with Bray. I think a lot of him, and I like what he's doing. I think they just have to figure out how to... They need to back it up, I think. His promos, and then his ability to work. He's an incredible, incredible worker, but he's not getting but he's not getting the opportunity to do it. I hope the best for him. I really do think a lot of him. We will see what happens there. That few could have been so much more, but we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. We're not here to talk. bring up the past and the feud where Undertaker sat on the sidelines and didn't do anything for the WrestleMania match. Not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the current day. So, I think he's right, and I think he's wrong. Because here's, here's the thing. It's going to be very difficult to take it back to the original Wyatt family character without the family. And unfortunately, part of the family is no longer with us. Um, we've sadly lost Luke. So it's going to be tricky. I'm not saying that you couldn't do it because you do have Braun. You do have Eric. You could bring him in. Um, and you could bring other people up. Like, honestly, truthfully, Cam- Cameron Grimes would fit really good in that gimmick when he first started. I called him a white family reject because that's what he looked like. Um, but it's, you could put other people in there, but it, it's something of going back and rehashing that, that I don't know if they could recapture that magic again, especially after everything he's done. I think what people want him to do is the fiend. That's what people want to see is the fiend. And I know that's equally difficult in terms of booking him into matches, but before they sort of killed it, they had it where he could do both, where they had regular Bray wrestling, where he would come out and he would wrestle his matches and the fiend would show up on the screen and they would have the puppets and they would do all the other stuff and they would have the magics. And you could go back to that if you needed to. But the question is, does he want to? I don't know if he wants to go back to that, but you can go back to the original style of character in the way he's portrayed as a wrestler. You can keep, still do all the supernatural stuff and all the the, the promo-wise that he's been doing, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to treat the Bray Wyatt, the wrestler, like you treated the original Bray Wyatt character in ring. Because that, they allowed him to be a professional wrestler, a sports entertainer in the ring. Now it's a lot of hocus pocus, lights, gimmicks, 
bugs and neon lights, right? Mm -hmm. But the original Bray Wyatt character was able to perform and have deliver fantastic matches with John Cena, with Daniel Bryan, with Roman Reigns and, and the Shield and all these things. You can get back to that because there is a way to portray him with the character he has right now in that manner where you do not have to take it to the extent of a, a lights out match or whatever it was called at the, at the Royal Rumble. You don't have to do that. You can book Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins in a one-on-one match and let Bray Wyatt wrestle a normal match with no weird gimmicks attached to it. And it will deliver because Bray himself is a really good worker. He knows how to dictate a match. He knows how to control a crowd. So allowing him to, again, go back to being a, in, a credible in-ring talent is what is needed for Bray Wyatt to continue on in WWE. And, I th- and I've been saying that for a while now. He needs to be given a chance to show what he can do in ring. And oh, I then, don't disagree with that at all. And that's where they have stopped him a lot. Because they've seen that he's an attraction, so they want to do special things, and sponsors want to do this. The Mountain Dew Pitch... It was Pitch Black, that's what it's called. The Pitch Black match. People, They want to do things, and they figure his character can handle it, which it can. You know, honestly, in terms of the Pitch Black match i think it visually it worked incredibly well like they did the best they could with it all things considered i didn't have a problem with it from a visually standpoint was it the best wrestling match i've ever seen absolutely not but it that's not what it was meant to be but you saw especially with bray him working the black lights and him with the makeup and the all of that until the very end where he sort of debuted the new character and nobody really knew what the fuck was going on and it was like and then you had was it howdy that missed the jump yeah you had howdy miss the jump but you had like it was working like Here's the thing with Bray, the character that he was doing when he came back and all the stuff with the the Uncle Howdy and the fact that, you know, he was, he had gotten himself right. Like that basically Bray Wyatt went to therapy. Bray Wyatt got himself right, right? Like he's just like, I'm a good boy. I'm not going to do the murder anymore. And then Uncle Howdy shows up and he's like, the fuck you won't. And slowly but surely, Howdy pulls Bray back into that life and that world and who he was really supposed to be. And it was working for him because you saw it. Like, the one thing that I really enjoyed about the character was what could be nice for him to go forward in the future, which is he's backstage, which is what the original mystique of the character was, was that you see back, you see Bray backstage, right? And he's cutting the promos in the darkroom backstage. But what I liked about the reset character was he's just backstage. He's wandering around. He's mumbling him to himself. He's yelling at stagehands, which is not, which is not what I want him to do. But, like, you see he's sort a, of the mania he's a human of be- him. He's a human being. Yeah, it humanized him in a way that it worked, right? Because he's still Bray. He's still being his crazy self. But you see him in a light that it's like the mystery is still there, but it's a little bit has been peeled away. And I feel like that's what you needed because to me, the creepy, crazy cult leader has sort of run its course, but you can still keep that mystique by just seeing him haunting people backstage. Like in terms of when he was doing the Fiend stuff and he was doing the Funhouse stuff, right? 
and he was haunting people. You can have him do stuff like that very much in the in the fashion of The Undertaker where he got the magics and he was doing certain things backstage or, you know, it's like I think in the L.A. Knight feud, he was haunting L.A. Knight to a certain extent. Like you have him do that kind of stuff and it works. So like there are some things you could bring forward. I absolutely agree with that, but I don't think you need to like reset him back. No, you need to use the humanized character of him more in ring. He needs to, that's the presence that needs to be seen as a credible threat because it worked it, uh, from all accounts when he was working how the little bit of house shows he did the the matches with, apparently with Jinder were, were fine and, on house shows so it's like we never got to see that on television we never got to see Bray Wyatt just work did he injure his hand yeah so that kind of probably slowed a little bit of it down but at the same time he's able to get in the if he's able to get in the ring and just work and be a performer that's what you need to see should he wrestle every week? No, but a humanized Bray Wyatt should be able to be a normal in-ring competitor when healthy. He should not be protected of, oh, he shouldn't be working. No, he needs to be working. He needs to be in the ring because yeah. when they brought him back, there was a bunch of delays and everything like that of what because it, it was originally he was going to wrestle on a SmackDown and then they, they decided, no, we got this opportunity with Mountain Dew, so we're going to pitch it to January. He also got hurt, so if he was going to work, work a TV match beforehand, he couldn't because he got hurt, so we're going to let his hand heal a little bit before we put him in the ring. So, And they were slowly retelling the story. And guess what? Every single time he walked to the ring, he got one of the loudest pops you were getting at that point on SmackDown. He was over. No, just him walking out, he was over with the fan base. Whether it was here in the United States or when even when they went to Saudi Arabia, he was the most over talent they had on SmackDown beyond Roman Reigns. He was it. And he was going to be in a position where, oh, hey, he's back and ready to do something. But they never put him in the position of credibility in the ring. And that's kind of where what happened when they eliminated The Fiend was. And I don't think you ever get The Fiend back because The Fiend, they buried, they, they killed off The Fiend, whatever it was, at WrestleMania. Or, or uh, uh, TLC, and then whatever they did, Mania was going to be a rebirth, but it really wasn't. But the Fiend itself, is, the character is, that's a chapter that's been closed. Could you recreate something like that? Yes. But you, you don't need to, because, like Undertaker said, is like, the original character needs to be at the forefront in some fashion. I don't, you don't go back to cult leader, yada, 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 but the human, as we're calling him, he needs to be the forefront. He needs to be like a normal WWE superstar. He needs to be like a Cody Rhodes, a Seth Rollins, a Roman Reigns, where he can get out there and just be him. Yeah, as, as him, Matt says, let Bray be Bray. Yeah, let him connect to the crowd because every time Bray Wyatt, the person, went out there to talk, the fans listened, the fans were all in, or into it. So it's like they need to let that be what we see when he comes back. Does he have all these ideas of one, the Wyatt Six and all these different creepy things? Yeah. But he needs to figure out a way with them to not let him be overtaken by the gimmick. He needs to be the forefront of it. Is it cool to have an Uncle Howdy? Yes. But in the end, Bray doesn't need it to be successful. No. Because really all you have to do is you have to put a mic in his hand and he can sell pretty much anything. That is very abundantly clear that he can, you know, he could sell ice to Eskimos essentially if he wanted to because he is that level of skill and that level of charm. And that's what really got the gimmick over to begin with way back when was that you just had him sort of being that sleazy 
creepy sort of salesman where he's talking and you're listening and you're not really hearing what you're saying, but he talked in that real soft southern drawl and he just kind of lured you in and just sit there and you would just listen to him and eventually you're like yeah yeah let's go like he knows how to do that he's figured out how to do that he's one of the better actors if not one of the best actors they have yeah in terms of being able to put together a character and present it in a way that it is likable and it is believable like when you look at him you believe that he is bray wyatt he's not Wyndham rotunda He's Bray Wyatt. And, like, one thing that helped him was the fact that, yes, you know, he acknowledged when he came back, yes, I come from a wrestling family, yes, you know, this is this is who I am. And so when he decides to come back, you could just kind of reset him back before the pitch black match, and he would be fine. Um, and then you just kind of point him at someone where he has a lot of history. Mm-hmm. If Randy's healthy, you could point him at Randy again, but I don't think they need to go back to that. You know, Cody is a really viable candidate, and the timing is kind of right because Cody's on his road to redemption, and so you have him then face off against the man. That really sort of helped to birth Bray Wyatt. Like, Randy Orton's group, Legacy, destroyed the Nexus, of which... Husky Harris was a part of, and it was actually Randy Orton that booted Husky in the head, but Cody and Ted DiBiase Jr. were a part of it. Cody was also Husky Harris's coach on the original incarnation of NXT. So you have that whole history there, right? Between Bray and Cody, just like you had it between Bray and Punk, because Bray or uh, Punk also tied into the Husky Harris story of, you know, well, I'm the leader of the Nexus, and that's what sort of led to the whole thing. So Cody is really sort of instrumental in that story of Husky becoming Bray, and Wyndham becoming Bray, because it's, in a way, you could have Wyndham basically blame Cody for the fact, oh, he got sent back down. You know, oh, he almost got fired. Oh, he had to reinvent himself. And this is how he reinvented himself was into a monster. You, you can right? do, you you can do that, but there's also another event that you can you can bring him back for. Hmm. So when did he lose the WWE Championship? SummerSlam. No, he didn't lose it at SummerSlam. He lost it. At, he lost it at Payback. Oh, that's right. And you know what they're doing for the first time since he lost the pay lost the lost uh, the title? Hmm. They're doing a payback for the first time in a couple of years. You could bring him back to, for that and have him take on Roman Reigns for payback i've been saying this for three years the person that needs to take the title off of roman is bray i've been saying that ever since he lost the title ever since this historic run started is you have bray wyatt come back and look at roman and be like i want what i never lost i want what you stole from me give it back Mm -hmm. and you have bray just destroy roman much in the same way that roman did to bray like he just completely returns the favor and is like this is mine f your island of relevancy f you know the tribal chief f all of this this is mine now you can go away and he moves forward i mean not like that but like you get the point of you just have bray come back super strong and just demolish everybody you could do that yeah but and it would 
And it would be interesting from a storytelling standpoint between Roman and Bray how that would go, especially as Roman's acting has just been incredibly top tier in everything he's done with the Bloodline storyline. And by that point, the Bloodline will probably be in full collapse because I'm sure by that point Solo will turn or have turned and we'll see where Heyman goes. So... The one thing you mentioned that, that really does need to happen, he needs to be brought back in a credible fashion. He needs to be put out there as um, someone who runs through talent, and it has to be a bunch of people where he needs a bunch of wins. He needs to go out there and sort of dominate people and get that credibility back so when he goes into a match with, say, a Roman Reigns, that it matters, because that's the one thing they did not give him back on this run was instant credibility and that's kind of what you need you need credibility because all the talking in the world can only get you so far and with him he talks a lot but they have not given him that big win so hopefully hopefully they end up doing that down the road i hope so but the, you can't the real guarantee it. go ahead i said you can't guarantee it you can't guarantee it and here's here's the thing he has to get cleared first yep that's that's the trickiest part because right now, unfortunately, Bray is not cleared and nobody's really sure what's going on with him, whether it's because it's been reported that it's mental, it could be physical, um, but basically WWE has plans in place for his return. They're ready. They're waiting. They just need for him to get cleared. So it's the question of when will that happen? Will that be sooner? Will that be later? Is it just, is it an old nagging injury that they just can't? seem to get healed or is there something like worse going on like because i mean he basically did the pitch black match everybody shit all over it and he just never came back yeah he just was like fuck it no and there was a lot of people who were worried about him because it's like there had been all this work put into it and then like it just he debuts a new character and it was just like no no because part of that was too they're trying to recapture the markability of what the fiend was like that is one of Bray's greatest assets for WWE is the fact that he can create characters that allow WWE to basically print money in terms of a marketing standpoint because they can make a shit ton of merch off of it. Like The Fiend was their top seller because they could sell the masks, they could sell the jackets, they could sell the pants, you know, they could sell the funhouse puppets, they could sell the sweaters, like whatever they wanted. Like he purposely put a bunch of stuff in there that they could sell and they could market and they can merchandise and he could make them a lot of money, which is the overall goal, right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of why he's there is one, yes, they want him to have fantastic wrestling matches and create a good character, but two, he's there to make them money. So it's like with the Wyatt family gimmick, he was able to make the money with that. With the Fiend gimmick, he was able to make the money with it that's why they pushed it so hard it was because it was extremely popular and they were just making money hand over fist with it like they could if it was fiend related people would buy it and so now with the return they're trying to do that again where they're trying to create something between bray and hunter and and the writing staff that they can market right because it's i think it's hunter kind of said it in the interview when he before bray came back that it was, you know, you have to find a way to filter his ideas because he has a lot of ideas and he moves very, very, very quickly. So Hunter's like, you know, come on, come on, let's wait. You talked about this. Let's stay on this, right? Yeah, it's keeping let's... him focused. <laughs> Just keep him 
On one he, idea before you go to 10,000 others. Yeah, it's like his mind is always turning. He's always looking for that next idea. He's he's doing it smart because he's always looking for the way to evolve himself, right? Like, he's he's basically employing the taker strategy, which is he's not stagnating the character. He's always looking for ways to change it and make it interesting and make it different and make it stand out. Mm-hmm. Where he's always the one that's doing something that nobody else in the business is doing, right? Like the cult leader gimmick. Nobody was doing that. And then a whole bunch of copies showed up, right? The fiend gimmick with the fun house and all that other shit. Nobody was doing that. Nobody. And then you have people start to copy it. Like he's trying to come up with that next big innovative idea. And that's what he was doing before he left while also trying to make it marketable. Because obviously him walking around in a black jacket or an all black outfit just kind of looking like a regular dude. It's like, well, that's cool, but we really kind of can't do anything with that. So can you give us something else? Right. And that's what he tried to do, but it just... And I don't want to even say it didn't work because we never even got the chance to see it. Like, that's the thing is it just happened. And it's this moment where he's standing there in the match. I mean, like, I don't even know what it looked like. I don't even remember what it looked like. Hold on. Let's see. You can get a better look at it. Starting next week in WWE 2K23 is when the Revel with Wyatt DLC pack comes to all platforms where you have WWE 2K23. Ding. Ding. Um, where is it? I don't even think there's pictures of it, is there? I don't know, I was buying you time. I'm trying to, like, it's... What are you looking for? His, his Rumble outfit? Yeah, the one at the very end. Anyway, um, there's somewhere. Live Googling. It's a Google thing. I don't know if there's actual pictures of it. Well, there's pictures of him in the blacklight stuff, but there's no pic. Yeah, I'm not seeing or finding any pictures of him in the actual, like, what it looked like at the end. But, and, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, we never even really got to see what it was or what it was going to be. And I think they were also kind of teasing something with Alexa as well. And unfortunately, Alexa um, is out currently to be a mom, which is a very worthy cause. No, it's not that one. That's the only, that would be the only one. No, there's the one at the end where after Howdy makes a jump, he was in like the mask. Oh, the mask thing. Oh. Yeah, like we never even got to see that or what that was or what that was supposed to be. But like they were start they were teasing the reunion with Alexa and they were they were teasing all of that and then nothing ever materialized it and they sort of moved Alexa on really quickly and then she went out and she got pregnant and so she's off doing that and rightfully so and I hope she's doing well and feeling okay and you know enjoying being pregnant. Um but I think there were plans at one point to sort of reunite Alexa and Bray and recap capture that magic again because mm-hmm. obviously you know when he got let go they were in the middle of that gimmick and the middle of that story and it never really got resolved like basically alexa trapped the fiend in a box and he was never seen again that's what happened that was the end of the fiend anyway we'll see what happens with Bray when he comes back here we will here soon i hope he comes back like that's that's my one worry my one concern like i hope he's okay i hope you know, he's getting the help that he needs and that he's feeling better. Um, because I, I I would like for him to come back, but only if it's good for him. And we will see. We will see, but that does it for us. So you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern is another edition of Fortnite with Friends, followed by CB Radio Live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night, 
WTR, Sunday Night, Russell Talk Radio, 10 p.m. Eastern. There is no post show this Monday, but the Monday Night Raw post show is Monday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern. Lindsay's at Raw, which means next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern on the rack, we'll do a mini Raw post show as our discussion. So bring your Raw hot takes to the rack next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Google, you know the deal. Search the Rack Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter and Threads and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. Chat if you have Amazon Prime. Link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can use creator code Rockinsock or Lens M Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lens Ward, LNSWD. You can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lens Ward. Uh, you can follow me over on YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbol Lens Ward, Lens Ward or just look for Lens Ward on the YouTubes, like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things over there. And, you know, while you're on YouTube, you can check out MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to the Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Bye.